here we go. And we're live here on Facebook, like to welcome those listening in podcast land, and also my buddy Rich. Rich, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Mike. A little tired from a um, from a long week of work, but um, two more days to get two more uh, work days to go, and then um, I, my uh, partner in crime comes back from vacation, so we'll be back to being fully staffed. Nice. Yeah, Mike. How was your week? Uh, it's been busy. It's grind time for work. Uh, uh, doing IT at a school. The week, two weeks before school, are the last minute preps to get everybody ready to go, get new hires and all that stuff taken care of. So, it's uh, it takes a lot, but you know we we can do it. So we got one more one more week, and then students start coming back, and then uh, a week and a half, and students start coming back. And once once they're back, it's gonna that's when things start to slow down. And then personally, my September and my September is quite busy already. Uh, I might be going out of town a few times, uh, and we'll talk about that mm. later, perhaps. Uh, but gotcha. Probably an offline talk. Probably an offline talk. Yeah. But Rich, yeah. with all of that, uh, we have lots to do talk about today. We have a really jam-packed show, so let's not labor the point. Uh, we are talking the Cubs and how on fire they have been. Uh, we are also talking about uh, NASCAR. What else we got this week, Rich? Well, Mike, uh, we got to do two divisions this week in our division to wrap up our division previews as we'll be looking at the Southern Divisions and the Northern Division and the North Division minus the Chicago Bears. And if there's time, um, I've got an idea for college football realignment to talk through. Okay. But only if there's time. But Mike, all that more, but what do we got to do first? We roll that intro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich. Okay, Rich, with all that going down, uh, we do have a poll question to talk about. This week's poll question was... We will rock you against Seven Nation Army. Yeah. Mike, in this one, I voted for Seven Nation Army. I love the the way that the crowd can get involved with the song during the guitar trip of... oh, 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 oh. Because so um, the, the so crowd that's, that's, that's where I went with it The crowd can't go stomp stomp clap Stomp stomp they, they clap can. Stomp stomp they clap can't. But by all means they can't I, I, I don't know I went for the newer one Instead of the more of the classic Stadium rock anthem so. I mean they were doing it in the dark ages Didn't or in the In the, uh, in, in, the in the dark ages Yeah didn't you see a knight's tale yeah, 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 I did see a Knight's Tale. They were doing it back then in medieval times. And yet you're going to you're going to not have you're not going to recognize the oldest rock anthem known to to stadiums everywhere. Yeah. But I don't know if anything 
on this one, I went with the song itself that I like better, and I like Seven Nation Army. Yeah, I like Queen. I went with the band. Yep. So that's uh, fair. And with me were Jordan Stroop, Sue Hart, Matt Johnson, my wife, Danielle Hart, and Mikey O'Roderer. Six votes for We Will Rock You. And Rich, two votes. You and your brother for yep. Josh Hendricks, by the way. Uh, those were the only two votes for Seven Nation Army. Moving on will be We Will Rock You. With that, what is this uh, week's Mike, poll? We, yeah, poll this week's be. poll question will be Welcome to the Jungle going up against Don't Stop Believing. Okay. I'll try and get that live um, either tonight or maybe tomorrow morning. Okay. So, Mike, uh, tell the folks where they can find those poll questions. Rich, if you want to participate in those poll questions, jump on to facebook.com slash fans of Balls and Sticks. If you don't have a Facebook page, sorry, we don't have a place for you to vote. Uh, I mean, I could put a poll question and add it to the thing, but then i got to add those votes to that vote. Not going to do it. Ain't got that. Wouldn't be praying. Wouldn't be praying. Ain't got that. Uh-uh. Wow. wow, some classic Dina Carvey there. Nice. All right, Mike. So uh, we mentioned in our uh, kind of rundown before we ran the intro that the Cubs are on fire. They still. They aren't they though? Uh, they they are. They're playing great baseball right now. Yep. Uh, All right, Mike. So they had two games against the Braves, three against the Mets, and that's where we that's where we gave our show to show prediction yep. uh, because we weren't sure what time we would be recording this episode, uh, so we did not include tonight's Jays game. So there was five games, Mike. You, I said they would win three. You stuck with four, even the win, even after dropping the Jays game. Yep. Yep. That and, was a mistake. Uh, they went. They went three and two this week, Mike, as they swept the Braves from show to show, but they dropped two of three to the Mets. If we would have included the the Jays game, though, I would have been correct. Yes, and I, I was given. I think I was giving them that win against the Jays. So I said four, but when we took the Jays game away, I downgraded down to three. Speaking so way, we were both correct. Speaking of the Jays, did you see the hot news that come out of? The Blue Jays. I did not. What, what news I came believe. out of the Jays? Let me, let me check it to make sure. Uh, okay. So um, so while you're pulling that up, Mike, um, we're not going to do a full standings check. We're, we'll at least do a standings check as it affects our team, the Chicago Cubs. Did you hear that? two games. They are two games in back of the Brewers at the time of recording, and currently they are tied for the final wild card spot with the Cincinnati Reds. Did you hear who was officially on the Blue Jays today? No, I did not. Jose Batista. Oh yes, that that's right. He signed a one-day contract so he could retire at Toronto Blue Jays. Right, that was I didn't remember seeing that in the news from yeah. this week. Yeah. Jose Jose Batista signed with the Braves today. So he was officially a Brave or a Blue Jay. Wow. He was officially a Blue Jay today, 
which means the Cubs beat Jose Batista today. Right? That's how that works. Sure. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, we'll we'll look at stuff next week. Uh, The standings, like you said. Rich, did you give what they – what games they have next week? Not yet. I, okay. I was given a where the Cubs are in the standings. Yeah. Um, a full standings check will be done during yeah. our Labor Day weekend show. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, but they're two games in back, two games behind the Brewers uh, for the division. They're currently tied for second place in the division with the Cincinnati Reds. But and in the wild card, the wild card. They are tied for the final wild card with the Cincinnati Reds. So if the season ended today, there would be a tiebreaker game between them and the Reds to determine who's going to go into the playoffs to face um, the highest winning to face what would be the Milwaukee Brewers uh, since they have the lowest record of the division winners. By the way, and I'm just going to put this out here. You know who wants the, who hopes and, and is glad that this season isn't ending today? Who's that? Anybody in the National League because the Cubs are on such fire. What's The biggest thing we say is the key to the playoffs isn't being the best team in the playoffs. It's being the hottest team during the playoffs. You can be one of the worst teams to get into the playoffs, but once you get in there, it's the hot teams that make the playoffs interesting, and it's the hot teams that do stuff that cause the playoffs to get thrown upside down. And that's why if the Cubs keep on this tear, they are going to be considered the scariest team in the playoffs. For everybody. Yeah, I'm following your train of thought there. I mean, who thought that the Phillies, they were one of, I think, last year, maybe they were the second or the third wild card, and they ran it all the way to the World Series. But it's it's not even that. What took the Astros the six games before losing? But but again, I'm not even saying that. It's not, and the Phillies were hot going into it, but the Cubs are, like, they got a Midas touch right now. It's... It's crazy how good this team is right now and how well they're playing. I don't see I don't see how anybody wants to play them in the playoffs. Everybody else is hoping they cool off. But we'll talk more about that next week as we get into our full standings check. This week, Rich, they have two against the Jays, two against the Sucks. I mean, Sox. White Sox, that is, at home. And uh, they have one against the Royals with cheese. Yes. So, Mike, I'm I'm going to go four wins. I, I yeah. like the I like who the uh, who's going to be taking the bump in Toronto this weekend with uh, Jamison Tayon, who's really turned the corner from the from uh, July, turning good, finally finally being the pitcher that we signed him that we thought we were getting in the off season and uh, the White Sox tore everything down. Yep. So, and the Royals have the second worst, the, probably the second worst team in the league. So we're getting right behind to, the, right, the White Sox. Uh, yeah. And the Oakland eight. So, yeah. so we're hitting a good stretch of the schedule to where if we can pile up some W's that can really benefit us in the standings. I'm in actually going to rich. I'm going to change it. Okay. 
I didn't I didn't think about I'm going with five. We're gonna sweep the week. Let's do it. Sweep the week. Okay. Like yeah. I think they can do all it. Alright, so alright, so uh, like I said, we're gonna do the standings. We're gonna look at our standings, check in uh, over Labor Day weekend. Uh, besides the Jose Bautista story, Mike, is there anything else in the world of baseball um, that you'd want to talk about? Um, how about the fact that the White Sox need to teach their their uh, players how to take a hit? Okay, Jose. Did you not see the the fight last week? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So, and did anybody figure out what it was about? Because I, I I only caught the highlight. I, I, I don't recall either. One funny meme that I saw about it is that uh, that they had picked the picture of um, Tim Anderson failing to uh, land a hit on uh, Jose Ramirez and uh, the, Nolan, the Nolan Ryan hit on uh, Robin Ventura. The meme was uh, the White Sox plan on hiring Mike Tyson as their new hitting coach. I would hope so. Um, so if you, if you didn't hear... Uh, last week in the game between um, the the Sox and, and the um, the Guardians, yeah, the Guardians, uh, Tim Smith and or Tim Tim Anderson, right? Tim Anderson and Ramirez. Yeah, Tim Anderson. Uh, yes, Ramirez slid in, got the base, uh, stood up, and took exception to something. Not exactly sure what it was. Uh, started jawing at each other and. Uh, Anderson took a swing, missed, and uh, I tell you what, uh, Ramirez showed him who's boss, knocked him out. There were three punches thrown. Anderson missed. Ramirez hit. Anderson hit the floor. Uh, If you looked, if you watched as he went back, he was stumbling to get back. He had been ejected, obviously. So had Ramirez. Um, it it was terrible, but uh, man, uh, the Anderson just straight cold cocked and uh, was out. So yeah, but um, did did you hear the other uh, classless thing that the White Sox did? No. Okay, so um, I, I expect when they less. yeah one of their uh, the middle reliever that they traded to the Yankees. Uh, I think yep. his name was Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton um, said some uh, negative comments towards the White Sox, saying that they were a classless, a classless organization with a bad culture in the clubhouse. And as soon as he got notified, he was traded to the Yankees. He said, "All right, shaved, he shaved, and it's right. I'm glad I'm out of there because of the bad culture, bad culture around the club and in the clubhouse." He takes the mound against the White Sox in the Yankees lineup. They do not acknowledge that he's in the game on the scoreboard for the entire time that he's on the mound. Yeah. Because of the negative comments that he directed at the team. They can, yeah. I, that's, after that's being terrible. traded. Um, and then we did have a no hitter pitch this week. We did. Michael Lorenzen pitched yeah. a no hitter in his first home start for the Philadelphia Phillies. For and and his mom and wife and daughter all got to see it. I mean, I don't know. I, I think it was a daughter. It was a baby of some sort. The baby will never remember it. But, man, did the Phillies have to bring his mom and, and wife for every uh, every home start that uh, 
he gets to be at so that hopefully he does well. Why not? Yeah. No, it was that's awesome. Like man. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was worth the price of it. That would have been worth the price of admission. That's exciting. So, okay. With that, let's move on. Rich, do you see what's coming up next? I do, Mike. Is it a left turn? It is. And after that? Um, Mike, I think this week we got some right turns in there. That's right, because we're heading into the NASCAR corner. Presented, as always, by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. Check them out for all your sports memorabilia needs on 5th Avenue in Moline or on their eBay store. Once again, that is Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Okay. Uh, last week, we were at the Firekeepers Casino 400 at Michigan. Rich, tell the people who won and how our guys did. All right, Mike. The Euro race runner was Chris Busher winning back-to-back races uh, for RFK Racing. Mike, your pick of William Byron. Um, ran into the wall and came in 35th. Yeah. My pick of Kevin Harvick came in 8th. Yeah. So that increases my lead to 16 to 12. Mike, the best you can do in the regular season is a tie. Yeah. But you're going to have to win. Your driver of your choice is going to have to win every the next three races to tie the score going into the playoffs. No, no. My guy, if my guy two, win the four, races six. all oh, three, yeah, 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 I can yeah, you're beat right. you. All three, you do win. Yeah. If I if I I have to win at least two to tie, so there will not be a tie in the regular season. Okay, you're right. I, I was told there. My my math is horrible off the top of my head. Now I will I will you definitely. You are correct. Win. You are correct, yep. sir. So, um, Rich, did you get to watch the race at all? Um. Yeah, I did. I watched. A little bit of the race. Before and or after the rain delay? Because it was uh, before the rain delay. Okay. We switched as soon as the rain delay started. We switched over to the Cubs game that afternoon. And while I was working on Monday, I had it. Uh, I I was listening to the radio feed of the race. Yeah, I put it. I have a, I think it's a 65. It might be a 75-inch TV, like mm-hmm. four feet from my desk directly in front of me and so uh, I legitimately just put it on and it was playing and I don't I didn't even catch like I legitimately was not watching it at all it's been a busy week that's how busy the week was so gotcha okay Rich all right Mike so uh, as we mentioned there's some right turns this week as we are on a road course we will be at the brickyard for the Verizon 200 but it will be on the Indianapolis Speedway's road course layout. I don't... Um, I love the Rovals. But there are certain tracks I don't think you need the Roval at. Indy's one of them. Yeah, and I, I could have swore I've read something leading the last couple... I've seen stuff um, over the past couple weeks saying that they're doing like some sort of tire test on the oval at Indy at, at the uh, Indy uh, so there's talk of maybe they will be going back to the oval next year because if uh, I could have swore they were saying that they were, they might be able to do that because the IndyCar, re- IndyCar weekend the Indy race um, 
when they run that on the road course layout of the Indianapolis Speedway is going to be on a different date. Yeah. So they won't necessarily have. So they'll be able to have the option to run the uh, the, the uh, traditional oval. Yeah. Maybe next year. And I I think I'd rather see that as well. Yep. Um, so Rich, well. with it being the road course, any advice for people in uh, in the fantasy? Yeah, for fantasy, lean into your road course. Not road course ringers, but maybe guys that are do perform well on the road courses. Um, so there's some, and and it's a good track for guys that are looking to get into the playoffs. Your Michael McDowell, Chase Elliott, Austin yeah. Sendrick, and Austin Sendrick, three guys below the cut line that are usually pretty good on the road courses. Could you imagine and if Chase Obendinger. Elliott doesn't make the playoffs? Yeah, it could happen. He's not going to be able to get in on points with three races left. Well, I mean, the, the, guess, the biggest problem is that he had to take so much time off this year. Yeah, because he wanted to go snowboarding, and then he got suspended for a race. Yeah. But he's still playoff eligible because they wanted to grant him an exception because everybody loves Chase Elliott. He's one of the top top five fan favorites. Yeah. It's because of his daddy, and that's okay. I don't want to have a problem with that, but okay. It is, he is a good racer this year. It's just this year, I, I kind of have the option. You know what? I don't know if he deserves to be in it. Yeah. Because he, um, he decided to go snowboarding not, during and off, during uh, in between race weeks. Rich. In between race weeks. Who are you picking for the week? All right. I'm going to go with the guy that needs a win and has been running pretty good in the, uh, on the regular layouts. And I'm going to go with the dinger, A.J. Allmendinger. In this race, he's he won the inaugural race on the Indy Road course, and uh, last year he came in seventh. So he's never finished outside of the top ten on the Indy Road course in the Cup Series. So I'm going to go with the Dinger. You know, I like that that idea. Uh, I like going with a road course ringer. In fact, I'm going to go with the ultimate road course r- ringer as I am going with SVG, Shane Van Ginberg. Uh, All right, you're gonna go with the kiwi. I like I like the pick, Mike. I I love the kiwis, and I love that. Like, if you watched his car control, this guy's gonna like when he is done with his uh, what's what do they call their their stock car racing over there? Supercars. Yeah, yeah. When he's done with his supercar contract. He's, he has said, and I believe 100%, he will come to America, and he's you watch out. He's going to dominate. Going to dominate. Well, yeah, here's the thing, Mike. They, I've been, uh, saw something this week saying that he might be able to get out of his supercar commitment and be able to go cup next season. And Justin, Justin Marks at Trackhouse wants to find a way to keep him wants to find a way to uh, keep him in track house uh, but obviously there's going to be seats open at track house and uh, there could be a seat open at legacy motorsports as Noah Gregerson uh, got suspended indefinitely uh, for you know for what NASCAR and no it 100% industry. no 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 okay. no let's not okay, say okay. NASCAR I I fully endorse NASCAR suspending him. I fully endorse his team suspending him. I fully endorse that he, like, I don't believe in cancel culture, 
but he needs to take a good hard look at his personal like if if what he liked if he feels that that's not inappropriate in general he needs to take a good hard look at himself and get out of his own way he liked a meme that had uh, it was George Floyd George Floyd uh, basically from the little Mer- making a joke that said under the knee as if it's a song from a Disney movie it's terrible See, all, yeah all I heard was all I read was able to read about it was that it was a meme that that involved George, George Floyd and he liked it but they were trying to spin it off as inappropriate social media it is inappropriate usage. yeah it it's taking a murder that was taped on that was that was taped and making a joke about it because I don't know why you would make a joke about it. It's ridiculous. I stood here. I've stood on this show and defended the rights of both sides of the of any argument. I will not. I I cannot find a defense for this meme. I can't find a defense for wanting to like it, to share it, to anything. The people that made it are sick and twisted, and I'm sorry. I like sick and twisted things. This one doesn't make sense to me, and I, I won't stand for it. And this is not what NASCAR needs. And and if he's gonna, if this is what he wants to like and enjoy, I don't want him in NASCAR. And I'm okay saying that. I don't. I, I think everybody has the right to freedom of speech. But that doesn't exclude you from the consequences of it. And if you're going to be the face of a, of a team, if you're going to be the face of a team sponsors, if you're going to be a face, a, a, a high level member of a sports organization such as NASCAR, they have the right to decide that they don't want to associate with people like that. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, so his NASCAR suspension was indefinitely, and, well, however, and but it came out this week that Gregerson asked to be released from his contract so that he can concentrate on taking the next steps that he needs to take to be reinstated by NASCAR. So Mike Rockenfeller, um, I think it's a German, German, Mike Rockenfeller, uh, who worked with Jimmy Johnson on the garage 56 project out in Le Mans will be stepping into the number 42 car for the next two races. No word on who's going to be uh, piloting the car uh, from Daytona going forward into the playoffs. But Mike, not knowing what exactly the meme was, all I knew is it involved George Floyd, not exactly the full extent of it. I was maybe on the lines of... uh, doing the quotations of inappropriate social media content, but hearing hearing more about it, I can fully agree with you that whether it was an accidental like and then, whoops, didn't mean to do that, take it off, 
it still happened. So yeah, I, I can fully agree with NASCAR that probably it was the right move to yeah. uh, have him step back and uh, have to Good accept riddance. the consequences that, that come with that action. Yeah. Good riddance. Okay. Uh, Rich, take us out. All right, Mike. So that was the NASCAR corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Uh, you can find them in Moline, Illinois, over on Fifth Avenue. And you can also find them on eBay. Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. All right, Mike. So coming off of the racetrack and going to the gridiron, Mike, we got two divisions to look at so we can stay on schedule um, to get in our full NFL coverage that we usually do before we before action kicks off on September 7th. Yep. So, Mike, we're going to be looking at the Southern Divisions and the Northern Divisions. And, Mike, let's start with the North, and we're going to go with the AFC. Okay, let's do it. Um, we'll start with the Ravens. And as we start with the Ravens, uh, and their new com- their their new uh, new contract. So put with the Ravens with with Lamar Jackson having a new contract, yep. finally getting paid. Yep. Can he be more committed to the team? For me, not knowing the full extent of his injuries and everything last year, it seemed like as they were playing down the stretch, there was a lot of will he play, won't he play, going into the stretch and even the playoff game and. Lamar chose to stay away from the team and rehab his injury and get fully healed when the Ravens could have used him to maybe go further in the playoffs. Um, and they've I, got and the I'm gonna sound like a broken the, record. I wouldn't okay. have, I wouldn't have given him a big contract. I wouldn't have given him that contract. Lamar Jackson has not proven to me that he's deserved. What what's he won, Rich? He won an MVP award. Okay, okay. He what's he really won? won much in the, he what's he done won, for us in the taking the Ravens to the playoffs? If I'm, I, we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk like we are the Ravens. What has Lamar Jackson done for us lately? What is he has he gotten us deep in the playoffs? He he's gotten us to the playoffs. Oh, okay. Half more than half the teams make the playoffs. Okay. Or is it ha- right at half now? I don't remember. But either way, half the teams roughly make the playoffs. Okay. How many wins in one of them. How exactly. many I don't wins has he had in got, the playoffs? Yeah, I don't think he's gotten them to the AFC Championship game. And he hasn't been able to stay healthy an entire year. Or yeah, I don't think he's played a full season since his MVP year. I mean, some of that could be contributed to their former offensive and their play calling with uh, Greg Roman running a very run-heavy offense, which included a lot of designed quarterback runs. And it could be a different type of offense that we see in Baltimore as they've brought in uh, Todd Monken from the University of Georgia to be their new offensive coordinator. So you could still see Lamar Jackson running the football but maybe not as many designed runs to maybe make him a, a prototypical quarterback instead of being the guy that of using fully using his um, reliance so much on his natural athletic ability and uh, running ability with his legs. So Rich, he's played one, two, three, four, five seasons. We're going into his sixth. That's why he had to get the contract. Otherwise, it doesn't count for anything. 
How many times has he made the playoffs? I have I'm it in front say of three. You are correct, sir. He's okay. been in the playoffs three times. How many games has he won in the playoffs? I'm going to say two. Rich, you are incorrect. How many? One. One. Gotcha. That was probably the MVP year. That was 2020. Yeah, but Which... my memory serves me correctly. I believe that was his MVP no, year. No, 2019 was his MVP year. Oh, 19 was the MVP. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, what you're telling me is... A guy who doesn't lead my team in the playoffs, I gotta, I gotta pay. A guy that can't stay yeah. healthy, I gotta pay. He didn't play a single game for him, or he didn't. No, no, I'm sorry. Let's play. Uh, he played 12 games for him last year. How many games did he play in 2021? 12. 13. It was 12 again. Okay. 15 for 2020. 15 for 2019. Now, it was 2021 when they extended the... Extended, right? I believe so. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's... But, I mean, but he hasn't... There he's was, played one season. One season where he's played 16 games. His rookie year. Ever was since that a full season? That was one. that a full season's rookie year? Because didn't he take over for Joe Flacco at some point during the rookie year? Uh, they he played sixteen games. Okay. He played sixteen games in twenty eighteen. That's when they had sixteen games. Now they're up to seventeen, and he hasn't played a full season since. Yeah. So hopefully the new offensive the change in offensive offensive philosophies or offensive game plans going from uh, Roman to Monken can help him stay healthy but well man it, it's a question you got to ask yourself did he you so you don't think he deserved the big contract that he got I I think he deserved a decent contract I don't think he deserved as big as he got I don't think he deserves he still has to prove that he can he can a stay healthy and b lead my team in the playoffs. We're talking playoffs. Like what does it matter if you fail in the playoffs? What what good was your you go 17 and 0 and you lose in the first round of the playoffs? How, what what good does that do you? Exactly. You're the, you're you're not you're not known as the team that had an undefeated record. You're known as a team that was undefeated but lost in the playoffs. And you're going to be many people remember that the Giants won that won their beat the beat the Patriots in that Super Bowl. In, I don't remember what year uh, that the Pats went undefeated. No, it was that the undefeated Patriots lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. It. You can't – playoffs are what matter. Why do we think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time? Why do some people say that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time? Because of the rings. Because of the rings. 
Why do I argue Joe Montana is the greatest quarterback of all time? Because of the rings. Because of the rings. Why do we look at people? Why do we say that that um, Aaron Rodgers is the most wasted talent in the NFL we've ever seen? Because he only has one ring. What are we seeing with Lamar Jackson? He can't win the big games. He can't win a he can't win a playoff game, let alone Super Bowl. Lamar, prove me wrong. This is your year to prove me wrong, and I'll buy in. Okay, let's move right, on. Bye. Anything so else you want to say about Lamar Jackson? Not really. So continuing on with the North, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers. The only thing that I could think of for my least favorite team in the NFL was could they be the best last place division team in all of football? They're they're getting Kenny Pickett on a rookie deal, uh, his second year in the league. Oh man, it's it's rough on a good defense, but but Mike Tomlin always manages to at least finish above five hundred somehow. Yeah, Tomlin is good, but man, I don't I don't buy this team this year. Um, and I, I mm, to say they're the best last place team, that's probably going to be the most accurate way to say it. But I think they're going to be worse. They're going to be a worse team than most. Actually, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I think they have, they, they, uh, Tomlin will coach them up. Which I suppose should give some credence to that they're the best, but they have honestly. I think I I think I'm gonna argue in the Tom Brady era, the greatest quarterback we've seen, Mike Tomlin. I think he's better than than uh, than Bill Belichick. I think he's better than Bill Parcells. The man has been, has taken terrible teams and gotten to 500. And I would say 90% of that is coaching. Could you imagine, could you imagine if Mike Tomlin had half the team that Bill Belichick had all those years? Your argument is is valid. They are probably going to be the best worst team, or the the best last place best team. Last place division team. Yeah, but I I just I don't know. I don't think they're. I think that's a hundred percent their coaching, and there's something to be said for that. But he needs he needs to be able to get a little bit more talent in there, uh, and and that's that's what they need. Um, Rich, any other thoughts on that? Do you wanna do you wanna rebuttal my my argument? against Bill Belichick and Bill Parcells. I I think, yeah, I think Mike Tomlin doesn't always get the credit that, that he deserves because this team's never got to the playoffs. I think Bill Belichick, um, well, Belichick obviously has the playoff victories. Yeah. But I mean, Parcells, I mean, he had, I think Parcells gets a lot of attention as a great coach because of his big ego and he's just been in big markets. Yep. Between, I, I can go with that. Between New England, New York, Dallas, and then uh, getting even being a broadcaster or a commentator as yep. well gets a lot of attention. 
lot of attention because of where he has coached, not for just having two Super Bowls. Okay, as I can well. go with that. But, but yeah, Mike Tomlin, I think, is an underrated coach as well. So, all right, for the Cleveland Browns, a lot of things, a lot of, they went in with a lot of hope with signing Deshaun Watson. I'm not okay with him. Comes, well, okay. I, I hope the Browns get flushed. They okay. legitimately are are banking their season on this serial rapist. Man, I'm calling like it is tonight. Being harsh. Right. Yeah. I I can't. How, how do you support a team that wants this guy on their team? I said it when they when the market was open. I said I don't want Deshaun Watson in Chicago. I don't care how good of a talent he is. He might be the the best young quarterback in the league next to Patrick Mahomes. I think he has that kind of talent. But his conduct is so unbecoming of of a person, let alone a quarterback. No, I I the Browns are going to get to the playoffs. Deshaun Watson's going to get them there. And I hope everybody boos the entire time they are in the playoffs. If I were in Cleveland, I'd wear a bag on my head because I'm ashamed of my team signed the man. Not because not, not cause the, the old tradition. Yeah, I, I, I didn't get the contract either. The contract and all the draft picks to get him was nope. outrageous, and especially with that being a fully guaranteed contract. Nope. Um, but, but I don't know. I, I guess the bad as the Browns have been, and the as bad as the their quarterback, their quarterbacks have been for so many years. They, I guess, they felt that that was the best option that they could take to get the best guy under center that they they've probably probably ever had since they've come back to the league as an expansion team. Um, however, because of the division that they're in. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. It's going to be tough yeah. having to play the Bengals, the Steelers, the Ravens. That that whole division is going to beat up on each other. I haven't looked at their entire The Steelers don't have the talent. The Steelers don't have the talent. The... It's a division rival, though. Those, uh, those two yeah. teams hate each other. It can go either way, just like a Bears-Packers. Yeah. Just like a Bears-Packers game. So, it can go either way. So you bring so up I... the last team on the division already. Let's bring, let's head into the yeah. Bengals. Uh, man, how much bankroll do they have? I think something's got to give with that team. I, I think they're going to – I think they'll – I think they'll give. I I'd like to think that they will open up the checkbook and take care of Joe Burrow, but and probably Jamar Chase. Yeah. But I don't I don't think their other two wide receivers, which are good receivers, and T. Higgins yeah. and Tyler Boyd, are going to be able to get the type of lucrative contract that they deserve. Yeah. And uh, they deserve. So I think they're going to be jettinized because they got to pay. They got to pay Chase and Burrow first. I mean, Joe Mixon, the running back, he took a pay cut to stay on the team. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be. Yeah, it's I'm going to be. And, and the Bengals ownership is not known to want 
to spend money. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're gonna do. They're gonna they're gonna be in a hurting place, and they're gonna lose a bunch of these guys. Um, I really hope that they end up keeping Joe Burrow, but I don't know how they can. No, I think they'll keep Burrow. They'll find a way to keep Burrow between. I could see him going the Tom Brady route of maybe taking lesser deals when compared to his peers in the quarterback market if it means that they can get talent around him. Okay. Um, or that they can keep the talent that's already in-house that he's used to playing with. Uh, but but yeah, another thing that but there's some injury issues my with problem, Burrow now too. Yeah. yeah that, right now mm, too. Yeah. Uh, I was going to gonna go into the fact that it doesn't matter ownership's got to be willing to sign them checks and and are they and especially with the the injury issues that are arising with him are they really going to be willing to to spend that money and i think they will oh man i think they will and and joe cool is joe cool and is he gonna like being in cincinnati it's gonna be hard for him to get get endorsement deals like Great endorsement deals. I I'm nervous for him, so we'll see. But but he's an Ohio native boy. He's uh, playing that's true. for he's playing for a team that that's 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 home. He's playing it in home. So that's okay. why I think that it'll be a lot like Brady and be willing to take lesser deals to stay where he to stay to keep the team good and to keep talent around him. Okay. I think it's gonna come at the that's gonna come it's going to affect their defense more than their offense because obviously if you want to keep him chase and Higgins, you're going to hope that you can hit on running backs to keep uh, running backs on rookie deals, rotating through the backfield and you got to hit on defense in the draft. So you can have young controllable players Yeah. elsewhere on the roster. Yep. Okay. But it, but it can work. So let's keep in the – do you want to stay in the north or do you want to do the south real quick and then hit the north because we might have a lot to say about the NFC north. Okay. Let, let's go Let's go with the south because okay. there really isn't as much to talk about the south. So I kind of lumped three teams together. Yeah. That's the Panthers, the Texans, and the Colts. All three teams are probably expected to get their rookie QBs on the field at some point during the season. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson. Which one do you think is going to have the better rookie season? I want to say C.J. Stroud, but man, and the hard part is don't overreact. Like I'm trying not to overreact to last night's game. Okay. I think he is the best of these three, but I have no clue. Like I, yeah. I think we need to see a lot more. I didn't watch enough. I didn't watch any of their college tape. Mm-hmm. I need to sit down and, uh, as the season goes on, that is as they play. I think it's the NFL tells you quick who's good and who's not. They don't. You don't get a, a grace period at all. It's not like in in uh, in the college ranks when you get to play craptastic university. Like, no, there are not bad teams there. You're going to be playing a good good teams throughout there. It doesn't matter. So, all right, for me, I, I think I'm going to go with Anthony Richardson. There's a lot of unknown. There's a lot of good raw athletic talent with him, and they got Shane uh, Shane Steichen 
the offensive coordinator that kind of unlocked Jalen Hurts calling the plays, designing the offense. So I kind of want to see what he has in mind for Richardson uh, throughout the entire year. Okay. Plus, I really don't want to see Bryce Young do well because if he's not doing well, that means the Panthers aren't doing well, which means the Bears get a better draft pick out of their trade. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm totally good right, with Mike. that. So the other two teams in the uh, AFC South to kind of look at are the Jaguars and the Titans. And I think, do the Titans keep progressing to where their playoff window is starting to open wider and wider while you got the Titans who've owned that division for so many years, is the window starting to close so on them? A couple of things that we saw last year, and this is, and I agree with you on both of those accounts, um, because a because the Jaguars uh, play the Panthers, Colts, and Texans twice a year, that helps them a bit, um, and the Ooh. fact that they play Tennessee and. What did we notice the last year about Tennessee, Rich? The league's starting to catch on. Yeah. They're, they're figuring out how to stop them. And, yeah, there's times where they make it real tough to stop them. Derrick Henry can just – they can keep handing that guy the ball. And even if you're – even if your defense is lined up to stop the run, he just goes. He, yeah. gets, the, he gets his chunks of yardage. But – it's not the the miles on the car. It's how hard those miles were. Derrick Henry has some tough miles on those legs. And he that body he, that body has been beaten terribly. I don't see Tennessee being able to continue this way. Yeah, I I, I gotta agree with you, Mike. I think this is I think they might this I think it's going to be their last year to really contend. They're running at it back best. with Ryan Tannehill. At they, best. Brought, they brought in, yeah, they brought in DeAndre Hopkins because they noticed that letting go of AJ Brown and drafting Trevon Burks didn't necessarily solve the problem, other than getting a cheaper, cheaper contract. But I think that they're man, the division that they play in helps. But I think their only way into the playoffs is winning the division. And I think the Jaguars, with that young talent and having Doug Peterson at the helm for the second offseason, I think the Jaguars keep progressing up. And we we're going to see the Jaguars that came back from 26 to nothing against the Colt against the uh, the Bolts uh, continue to make progress. And I think they win that division. I think I think the Jaguars are making the right moves. I think look out for them. Uh, and soon we'll see our first Arab uh, American. Is he Arab American or just straight Arab uh, winner? In isn't the their owner? Who's the owner? Yeah, yeah. I think they. I think they're Shay Khan. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think he does have yeah. some Arab. He's Arab yeah. descent. He's gonna. He's gonna win. He's gonna be the first uh, owner of Arab descent to to win an NFL uh, Super Bowl. I'll, I'll predict it. Okay, maybe not this year, but I think they could be in contention. No, but for they're a Super Bowl. they're in the they're they're starting to move in the right direction. They're making the moves. All right. Speaking okay. of a team that's obviously their window is closed, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh. They really didn't have a backup plan for when yeah, Tom Brady no. decided to finally hang it up, and they invested a lot of money in that team to make it competitive while they had Brady. 
is this team playing for the number one pick? Playing for it? Probably. Going to get it? New. And and that also brings up, is Brute, I, my bigger question, how long before Bruce Arian leaves to go back to coaching? I don't think you want, I don't, I think he's okay. I, I think he's done coaching. You think so? I mean, I think the guy, I think, so. I think the guy deserves some time to, like, he's, he's, he's an old man. And he's faced cancer himself as long with, you know, covering for uh, what's his face in the Colts, wasn't it? Wasn't he the one that? Yeah, yeah. He, he replaced Chuck Pagano because yeah. of how well he did as the Colts interim coach. That's what got him the Arizona the, job. Uh, the Cardinals job, the yeah. Arizona job. But I, if you watch that 30 for 30 or that. that uh, Hard Knocks. The Hard Knocks knockoff, the the one on a, a Amazon. I didn't. Wa- I don't watch Hard Knocks. I don't have a way to watch it. All or nothing. All or nothing. The all or nothing. Yeah, he seems addicted to that coaching. He loves coaching. I mean, don't get me wrong. He loves spending some time on the boat and being away from the world. But man, I th- I don't know. I it t- it seems like something that's going to be hard for him to give up. So, um, okay, Rich, man. Speaking of teams that need to do something, the Aints, I mean the Saints, is it a rebuild or a reload? I think it's a rebuild, Rich. I think they should be rebuilding, but they keep reloading. They try they, to. Pl- they keep they keep on signing signing and restructuring contracts, restructuring contracts like they've still got Drew Brees under center and they want to have a competitive team. Because they don't want to waste it, they don't want to waste an opportunity because they got Drew Brees under center. Is the it, it's the Blank family, right? Arthur Blank. I know Arthur Blank is the Falcons. It's uh, the Benson family. Oh, that's right. It's the Benson. Family. It's almost like the Saints want to keep winning because they play in such a weak division. Yeah, but eventually you got to stop restructuring the contracts and signing it's signing not, veterans i don't think i think this year is not going to work for them and i think this is the year that they are forced fully forced to to move on and to rebuild i think that's what this year exactly. is going to happen yeah i mean they would have had the ninth pick in the draft if they hadn't done a draft day trade with uh two years ago with the eagles so they could draft chris alave chris alave is pretty good wide receiver but was it worth giving up the ninth pick when you could have gotten a really good player to on a cost on a good cost controlled contract rookie deal no yeah i don't i don't don't think think it was um so so the last team to look at in this division the falcons who you brought up owned by arthur blank yep they're roll they're rolling the dice with with uh with uh ritter did uh, putting him in as the quarterback? With Why not Arthur Smith? I mean, what do you? What do the Falcons have to lose this year? I don't think they have much to lose. They've invested a lot in their defense. And I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make another argument. All right. Is it just me, or is this is this division the fight to to who ha, who's forced to represent this division? 
I think whoever this division, whoever wins this division, I think that they could have. I think they will have the worst division of all the division of all the division champions. Right. No they'll matter the, who it is, they'll I be the opposite of me. the Ravens. Are you saying they're going to be the opposite of the Steelers? The worst best division, or the worst first place division winner. You know what, Mike? Here's my thing. I think the Steelers, who will finish last in their division, will have a better record than the team that represents the NFC South. Yeah, I I, I don't see playoffs. how that's not. I, I think you're probably right on that. And with that, let's leave. Let the, let's let that be the last statement we make about the South, because honestly, they don't deserve it. Let's move to the NFC North. As this is our division, how yeah. how bad are the Packers going to be without Aaron Rodgers and relying on Jordan Love? Yeah, I I I don't know. There's a lot of unknowns. Could you finally see the Packers? playing the full style of wanting to establish the run and being a run first team now that they don't have Aaron Rodgers wanting to blow it off the coaches play calling and calling audibles so he can pass the ball how about is this the the first time in three decades now mm-hmm. that the Green Bay Packers don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback under center yeah, Mike, Mike. Since you have more computer screens than me, can can you look up when was the last time they had a losing record? Because mm. they've had Brett Favre and they had a really smooth transition to Aaron Rodgers, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers missed a significant much a t- amount of time that they actually had a losing record. Let me get down here. Okay. Well, last year they had a losing record. Yes. 2018, they they were below 500. 2017, they were below 500. 2013, they were below 500. 2008, they were below 500. They were 500 in 2006. In 2005, they were, they were, they only won four games. In 2005. Okay. I thought it was a little further than that. I, I thought I thought I was not expecting that their last By the way, season was I just gave you since now now here is where the, where the set gets crazy. Mm-hmm. Since 1993, so that's three de- going back three decades. We've already talked about uh, all of the below 500 records that the Green Bay Packers have had. That's it. Okay. In three decades, they've had one, two, three, four, five, six. In 30 years. Now that, that is crazy. It really is. I think... 24 years above 500. Do you see them finishing above 500 in their first year post Aaron Rodgers? No. No. Especially because because 
the other two teams we have to talk about here. The other two teams we have to talk about here really make a huge difference in that. And I, yeah. Okay, so I know we're going to talk the Bears next week, but who finishes with a better record? The Packers or the Bears? Or is that a question for next week? The Bears. The Bears finish with a better record? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I totally think so. So. Yeah, but right. by the so way. So you want to go Lions or Okay, go ahead. In, in my wife's lifetime, we have talked about all of the record, all of the losing records of the mm-hmm. Green Bay Packers. That's it. Six in her lifetime. That's that's nuts. So, that's it. That's all I had for that one. All right, Mike. So, well, let's let's go with the, let's go with Detroit. They've been rebuilding for quite a long time. They almost made the playoffs last year. Yep. So, is this team ready to take the next step to where you're starting to ask yourself, man, are they for real, or is it going to be one more year to get the right get the, un, underneath the uh, coaching staff of uh dan campbell to finally turn the corner and make them make to take that final step of making it back to the playoffs you you had me saying yes i think this is the year they that we realize that they are a real team but and this is the big but of this yeah this is when the vikings are still there and the vikings like I don't think that the Lions I you you brought up the Dan Campbell thing and what do I always say about how long does it take for a head coach to establish his team? It takes about, about three two years. two to three years. He's on year three. <sighs> Is he gonna I thought this was year two. I thought it was three because he's had golf for two of those years. Um, but for me, the thing that's going to kind of affect negatively affect the Lions is that if they do well again, especially well on offense, they're probably going to lose their offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, in the process. Yeah. Because he almost he was interviewing for a lot of head coaching vacancies this year, but chose to stick it out in Detroit. And chose to stay in Detroit, and I think that could cause them to take a step back as they kind of had to re, kind of re-identify, re, re, um, refocus and choose an identity for an offense if they lose Ben Johnson. But there's a lot of... But you gotta think, that this has gotta be in a lot of Lions fans' lifetime. This okay. has gotta be the best team that they probably had on paper you are to correct. really cheer this for is, going into a season. This is year three. You are correct. I stand corrected. Sure. I You might have me... You might have me on the Dan Campbell bandwagon. I have been for a while. I let's go for it. Let's do it. Go Dan Campbell. Yeah. 
Man, on the Vikings, though, I'm sure a, a bunch of the uh, your your friends up there in Esterville. For me, I think the Vikings have peaked. I think they can. I think this. Here's here's the thing. I think there's blood in the water in the north. And I think the Vikings are ready to put more blood in the water. They're ready to mow this division down. I think this is this is their peak year. I don't think they've peaked. I think they are peaking. And watch out for for them to do something this year. I'm I got heavy predictions for them. Yeah, but I'm sorry for me. I think they've peaked. They've got a quarterback. They've got a quarterback that can't win games when he's uh, when he's playing in prime time, let alone the playoffs. Um, they they chose to re-sign Alexander Madison as their running back, but he he can't stay healthy any more than Dalvin Cook could stay healthy. Yep. And I don't know. The defense is always kind of hit or miss on whether they're allowing a lot of points, whether they're allowing a lot of points, or whether they're holding holding people holding people back so i think with a tougher division this year um i think they're gonna win i think they have a good chance of winning the division but can kirk cousins show up in a primetime game to take him further into the playoffs i think he can and i don't i don't i, don't, I think he I can don't think that, i don't think he can and, I don't. And that's where you and I differ this year. Okay, Rich, anything else on the north, the, either north or either south, that you want to talk about this week? Not really. So, Mike, next week we are going to look at the Chicago Bears. So we're going to take a look at the season over and under, and we're going to go week to week, seeing whether they're going to win the game or lose the game. Now, of course, just like we did last year, we are always subject to change that once the regular season begins. But we got to go through the schedule from from uh, week one to week number 18 to at least establish what the, the number of games that we thought that they would win before the season started. Yep. And uh, we will keep ourselves accountable to this. We're not gonna just. We're not just gonna willy nilly it. You're right. It doesn't mean that that when we go week to week and we're seeing that the Bears are so hot that they can't be stopped, that we can't just keep going with it. There's nothing that says we can't. But if the if they do that, we're gonna we're gonna cha- we might change our votes or we might keep them. Who knows? Okay, Rich. Real quick, uh, if people, this is I'm gonna make it this week. We're gonna say this week yeah. just for for purposes of of our time if you want to be involved in fantasy football and you want to do it as a part of our as a league solely because of balls and six we need to know send a message to the balls and six facebook page or put a comment on the youtube channel uh that you would like to and if you put it put one of those comments or or on our or on the podcast stuff uh if you put one of a comment on one of those uh, places and I get it and I get enough of them um, we'll send we'll reach back out and get emails so that we can get uh, get that going otherwise uh, after this week we're gonna punt on that and we'll just not worry about it uh, but right, yep we that we does are, not mean so, we're not so gonna Mike, do one other thing yeah so Mike as the uh, um, I, I'll let you be the league commissioner as a league commissioner, how many total teams are you wanting to get so we can figure out? I think there has to be a minimum of eight. Okay. 
if so there's not eight, eight I don't think it's worth eight. it. So eight listeners. So you'd rather so you'd like a ten team league because yes. we're playing it. So we'd like you'd like to do a ten team league, but at a minimum, if if we have to, if bare minimum, we need six listeners. Okay. I want I want a ten man league. Um, eight. You're gonna have to convince me next week that it's worth it. Okay. So. Just want I just want to get that out there. Yep. So that so that if people are interested in doing fantasy football as a balls and sticks uh, podcast league, we do need uh, we'd like eight, but we'll settle for six listeners, six and, followers and, of the show. And I'm willing to settle if Rich can talk me into it next week. Okay. So so get them out there. But all right. So one thing that we do have up and running, and uh, we'd love you to. Uh, uh, participating with us is our annual NFL Pick'em Challenge. See if you can beat us uh, from week to week. We have one person that has joined that league, uh, Fields of Dreams, which you said was Nick Rice. No, I'm that's correct? Mike Sable. Mike Sable. Mike Sable. Okay, thought it was. I knew it was. I thought it was one of them. Um, so yeah, you can uh, find the pass. You can find the group name, the group uh, number, and the password in the show descriptions as well as on our Facebook page so mike i have no idea where we're at on time but i think we're gonna have to uh put a college football realignment kind of talk about that and put that the next week okay uh we do have two show shout outs we have to give a shout out to Haley, uh molly malia i can't i don't Haley. i'm sorry that's my niece it's hey i don't know how to say your last name Haley. i'm sorry uh but it's my niece Haley. She hearted the show, and then Solomon Stroop liked nice. the show. So um, if you are listening and want to uh, get a shout-out like one of those two, uh, if you're on Facebook when we're live and you react or comment on the show, if we catch it in time, we will give you a shout-out on the show. Those two get a shout-out this week. Uh, we also will give you shout-outs if you join the, the fantasy the uh, NFL Pick'em. So we want people in that, too. Um, Rich, people are listen, watching us on Facebook, but they want to take us on the five-hour car ride to get from the Quad Cities up to see my esports team. Speaking of which, I do need to do one. I, I have a couple other real shout-outs, but do you like my, my shirt, Rich? I do. I do like your okay. shirt. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you. You you have to approve it. It's it's technically a fundraiser. We are going to be selling these shirts as a fundraiser for our esports team, so we can buy computers and do a couple other uh, big name things. Uh, also, just snacks for the guys if they need them. Um, but we're hoping to do that this year so that uh, we can get a little bit more money and, and do some fun stuff. Uh, so we're if you're okay with it, we'll actually put a link of the when when I have the link oh, yeah. for it. For this online store, we'll put it on there so you guys can uh, purchase and become a pioneer uh, esports fan. Yeah, I, I, I like I like the shirt. Um, I, I can't do white though. I'm just oh no 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 the the, the, the new ones <laughs> the new ones are going to be colored. the The new ones are okay. we're going to have other we we're gonna, probably going to do a black one, uh, a maroon one. And uh, I, I don't know what the other colors we're going to do. I think a steel gray would look good. Ooh, steel gray. Oh yeah. Let's let's uh, maybe I'll workshop that. Thank you. Um, okay, okay, Rich, tell people where to find us if they want to listen to us in the car. Uh, you know, you can find us uh, where anywhere where you uh, download your podcasts. 
uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spotify, Google, Apple, just to name a few. Mike, if they're listening to us in podcast land and want to see the recordings, what two options do they have to watch the video video feed? You can watch us. You, you can watch us on YouTube. Uh, at youtube.com slash balls and sticks. Look for Rich and I playing baseball in tuxedos. Or find us on Facebook at at two places. We put it up on yeah. two places live. You can either watch it from the fan page or on the balls and sticks page by itself. Uh, with that, Rich, I have to shout out Krista Perry had her birthday this week. Along with my, I, I'm shouting out my wife one more time because we have the platform yeah. and it's my wife's birthday was monday any birthday shout outs or other personal shout outs you got i do not um have so any shout outs tell me what it's time mike. to do all right mike so why don't you go ahead and roll the outro broadcasting live from somewhere in iowa this is balls and sticks the podcast with your hosts mike and rich 